Hi, I'm Batsheva Frankel from Overthrowing Education, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. And I was frustrated and I was scared and I was sad because I just felt like I didn't have somebody who was wanting to listen to me and help. Uh, there were plenty of people who wanted to listen and um, kind of join in on my negativity, but it wasn't helpful. And at one point I said to you, I need to find a person here. Hey there, I'm Amber Harper, former burned out teacher turned teacher burnout coach, dedicated to helping other teachers like you to grow through your burnout and take your next best steps toward what you want from your career in education and in life. After an embarrassing emotional breakdown in front of my teacher besties, I knew something needed to change, and that something was me. I decided that I wasn't going to settle for burnout as my sentence, as a teacher, mom, wife, or friend, and I knew it was going to take way more than practicing conventional self-care to make the progress I wanted to make. No amount of manicures, bottles of wine, or bubble baths was going to save this girl. Fast forward a few years later, and I've used everything I've learned about teacher burnout and personal development to write a book, build a course, and lead a community of burned-in teachers who refuse to settle for a life of burnout as their forever reality. I've used my burnout as an opportunity to become an active participant in my life, in the classroom, and here on the mic using all that I've learned to teach kids and serve teachers. And you can do the same. The Burned In Teacher podcast is one part burnout and all other parts action, inspiration, and support to help you grow through your burnout and live a happier, more fulfilled career and life. So take a deep breath, my friend, because you're about to take your next best step to becoming a Burned In Teacher. Now let's get started. Hey there, Burned In Teachers. Welcome to episode 120 of the Burned In Teacher podcast. I'm Amber Harper, your host, and I'm so excited that you have joined us today because we have on the podcast, have you heard of Janelle? Okay. If you've not, let me quickly enlighten you. She is the original Burned In Teacher. I call her the B-I-T-O-G or the O-G-B-I-T, whichever way we order those letters. She and I have got a history. And it's pretty awesome. We met back in 2016 when she was teaching at the elementary that I actually teach at now. And I was teaching at a different elementary in the same district. And we happened to be roomies at that fateful Google Summit back in 2016 that actually inspired the creation of Burned In Teacher. So she has been with Burned In Teacher since almost the literal beginning of it. And you can hear more of her story, her journey, how we connected um, in episode 14 of the Burned In Teacher podcast. We will link it here in the show notes. But tonight, you're going to hear her talk about how she has used what she learned in what was then the Burned In Teacher small group program back in 2018 when I took her through this brand new burned in process <laughs> as a, a solo. She was by herself. I had never taken anyone through the process before. And how she's used what she has learned over the last three years to continue to teach and to continue to thrive mostly. Now, you're going to hear her talk about some times that 
weren't always sunshine and rainbows. And if you've been around a while, you know that being a burned in teacher is not all about sunshine and rainbows all the time. But I'm really excited for you to hear how she's using what she learned in the burned in teacher small group program to live a burned in life, but to also inspire others to take small action steps that she learned herself in the Burned In Teacher Small Group Program that is now the Burned In Teacher Mastermind. Now, I know you've heard me talk about it over the last couple of weeks, but I want to let you know as a podcast listener that I'm not closing the doors. I have decided that it doesn't sit well with me that the mastermind only opens a couple of times a year and then it closes leaving behind teachers that need support throughout the year. And I was opening and closing the doors at times that were convenient for me, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's when a struggling teacher is ready to take those next steps to join the mastermind and to do the work that is required to focus on your true wellness. We're not talking, you know, conventional self-care here. What also didn't sit well with me when I would close the doors to the mastermind, open it, and then we would end the mastermind is that the Burned In Teacher Tribers that are inside the Burned In Teacher Tribe Facebook community would no longer get that weekly support through the group coaching calls. And I would essentially kind of not disappear, but we wouldn't have those those group connections. I would go live sometimes in the Facebook group, but I just didn't like how that felt. So Instead of opening and closing the doors, they are open anytime. You can join the mastermind right after listening to this episode or even pause and join right now, burnedinteacher.com slash mastermind. And what's amazing is that no matter when you join, you can join into our regular group coaching calls that are taking place every month. Normally twice a month, we will have group coaching calls and these group coaching calls will not end ever if you don't want them to you get forever access to the burn in teacher tribe community you get forever access to burn in teacher university which is the same process it's a little beefed up now i've learned quite a bit uh, in the three years that i've been working on burn in teacher um, you get forever access to both of those things so you can go through the course go through these steps you can have access to the bonus module and the bonus lessons that come inside of burn in teacher university whenever you want and then of course, join those group coaching calls when it works for you. I do live stream them into the Burn In Teacher Tribe Facebook community and you get so much more. So I just really encourage you to go to burnedinteacher.com slash mastermind to learn more. And if now is the time for you, and as you'll hear Janelle say, she didn't even know if it was the right time to do uh, this new Burn In Teacher thing, but she knew something had to change. So she took the plunge. And you know what? I'm just going to stop there and let Janelle tell the rest of her story. Here we go. Hey, Janelle, it's so good to see you. Hi. How are you? I'm all right. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I love your shirt. Thank you. You too. (laughs) We did pre-plan the twinning of the Burn-In Teacher Never Settle shirts. So, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Janelle, uh, as I said in the intro to, to this interview, this is going to be the podcast episode for um, the first Monday of October. Uh, you've been on the podcast before. You were episode 14. So if anybody has any questions, like you want to hear more about Janelle's, like the very beginning of her journey, we're gonna we're gonna send you to episode 14. But Janelle, you are the BIT OG. <laughs> I call you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Tell us a little bit. Do take us back almost quite literally to the day three years ago. 
that you and I Uh, ran into each other at a conference. Yes. Uh, we were at a conference and I, (laughs) I think I was practically in tears and it was a professional development day. So, um, I, I think it was also an e-learning day at the same time. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was, that was going on. So not only was I doing my professional development, um, I was also monitoring student contact, student work, making sure everything was up and running. I was getting emails from students, emails from parents, and I was just, I was so overwhelmed. I was so unbelievably overwhelmed. And so when we sat down together just to say hi and eat lunch, I think I was at the point of tears and just, I was thinking, I, I don't know how much longer I can do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and you really listened, you sat down with me and, and you really listened. And it was kind of at that moment where I thought I either have to change something in my teaching or something in myself, or I'm not going to make it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I was so appreciative that you were there at that moment because I, I feel like that's when my journey started with you mm-hmm. and I started the burned in teacher process and you walked me through so many aspects, not only of my school life, my personal life, because it, all of the worlds collide um, and everything gets affected. So I just remember when we were <laughs> coming to a close, there was, there was almost this sense of mourning and loss because I wasn't going to have that connection. I kind of felt like, okay, now she's letting me free and I need to go out on my own. Um, but so many of the, the strategies and the skills that you taught me, I'm still doing today. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lifesaver. Absolutely. So you're sharing with us the then, and I am definitely going to have you share a little bit of the now and how things have changed in your life, personally, professionally, you know, whatever you're willing to share with us over the last three years, as we know, a lot of things have happened over the last three years. And and I am going to ask you to get into that, but really quickly, I want to make sure that people are very clear. You and I did not meet for the very first time at this conference. We had become friends a couple of years prior. And when you and I um, happened to, to meet up and get to have lunch together at this conference, I had just left the district that we worked in together to pursue burn-in teacher mm-hmm. full-time. And the superintendent had actually asked me to do a breakout session. Um, she, she was yeah. so sweet and so supportive of my decision. She asked me to do this breakout session. So I was like, heck yes, of course. So I, so I was mm-hmm. there and that's when you and I kind of met up again and I was so excited to see you. Um, and like I said, in the intro, you were quite literally there when burn and teacher was born because it was at that conference a couple of years earlier that I had the inspiration for burn and teacher and you and I were roommates mm-hmm. at that conference. Yeah. <laughs> so just yeah. to make sure that people, what's that? <laughs> By chance. Yes. By chance. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was fate. I like to call it fate. Mm -hmm. It was all meant to be. Yeah. So, so when I took you through that burn in process, you were by yourself. I had never taught anybody this process before. And you have Mm -hmm. a beautiful testimonial that video that, that is on YouTube and that I've shared out with, with several people, but tell us back then three years ago, what your biggest takeaways were, the things that you really could apply right away and those changes that you saw. Yeah. Okay. So 
my biggest takeaway, and I still, to this day, um, I took my email off my phone. I took my school email off of my phone. That became such a huge time suck for me. Mm -hmm. And that was the other piece was I felt like I had no time for myself, for my family. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I was a teacher 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And if I didn't get to those emails and I didn't respond right away, I felt like I was a failure. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know where that came from. Um, So yes, the number one thing was for myself, I had to get rid of my email off of my phone. Mm-hmm. And even that very first, when we saw each other and I was sitting at the table and, and I was telling you, I keep getting these emails and they come at night and they come on the weekends. And you even asked me, why do you have it on your phone? And I said, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. That's <laughs> almost exactly the way you said it. Cause your face was like, I don't know. Like, like yeah. maybe I was going to attack you if you answered wrong. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. You were like afraid. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, right. can I take it off? and you know it was just that I had to let it go and I had to put I had to put boundaries Mm -hmm. on my days uh that was another thing that I I really took away was I need to set time limits for myself and I need to set time limits for school I need to set time limits for home Mm -hmm. I can't always do it but I try really really hard Mm -hmm. um and there are some, some days and some weekends, I, I can't avoid it. I, I do need to work um, at home. I am fortunate. I do teach sixth grade. So the kids are not, they, they're needy, but mm-hmm. they're not little, little kid needy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of them want to be invisible, which also means that I need to go out and be milling around. But there are times when, okay, well, I'm just going to make a quick copy of my slides so that I can have a template for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So there are things that I can, um, but um, gosh, there are so many takeaways. Uh, but again, focusing on my time mm-hmm. and knowing that my time is valuable, um, the, your concept of the brain dump mm-hmm. is something I will do. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything is floating around and all these these due dates and deadlines are floating around. And I when I notice myself breathing really shallow and I have to stop and because physically I am causing myself harm mm-hmm. by not breathing. And then that's kind of my signal that okay, I need to slow down, I need to breathe. And then I need to start organizing all of the stuff that's floating around in here, or it's in this calendar, but then it's also in a a different calendar and it's time to just bring things together and come up with a plan of my prioritized items. Maybe a little bit later. And then what do I just not have to do, Mm -hmm. you know? What is something that maybe I want to do, but now is just not the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so doing that brain dump so that I can figure things out and take that pressure off of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I even talked with my 20 year old college age son um, who was struggling. He and I have a lot of similarities. And I told him about the brain dump and he goes, 
that sounds like a really good idea. I said, it is. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's interesting. Cause I, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, but when I start to ask questions of my daughters, when they're really struggling with something, they're like, mom, don't go all burned in teacher on us. <laughs> and, uh, oh, I think we're losing connection a little bit. Um, did you hear what I said, Janelle? I did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you kind of froze there for a second, but so they'll say, don't go all burned in teacher on us. And I'm like, well, do you just want to keep, you know, I'm not going to just let you sit here and complain and I'm not going to ask questions. Right. right? Like they, they know that. Right. So you're talking a lot about the time management aspect. And that of course is a small, it, I don't want to say small, but it is a piece of, um, what is now burn in teacher university. Then whenever I was taking you through it, it was the small group program. Cause we were meeting in person every week and I was teaching you via zoom and, or back then, right. gosh, I think it was right. Skype we were using. So it was, yeah. <laughs> um, so Burned Teacher University is not just for burned and unbalanced teachers that are really um, struggling with time management, prioritization, um, and, and deciding what it is that they need to spend more of their time on or less of their time on. It's also for burned and over it teachers, teachers that are feeling surrounded by negativity, apathy, um, and kind of having that, like, what's the point of me doing all of this? I'm just having, especially in light of COVID, I'm having to reinvent the wheel. <clears throat> um, I, I don't see my kids on Zoom. You know, there just seems to be this apathy just surrounding me all the time. So what's the point? Um, and there's also the burn and board teachers, teachers that want a change and they're, you know, they're, they may not know what that change is yet, but they just know they need something new and different. And, uh, burn and teacher university helps to walk you through all of those things to help you to take your next best step. So let's, let's also talk about the last three years now, you know, coming, you know, into 2020, cause you finished technically we started in October and we finished right before Christmas. And then we went into 2020, 2021. So I'm sorry, into 2019, 2020, and then 2021. So what is it that you have seen in your life at school or personally? I know you send me texts randomly a lot, just, you know, saying that, you know, this happened and it was so helpful. And, uh, you know, again, grateful for Bernard teacher. And I so appreciate those. Um, and you've even said, Angela, another burn-in teacher, Triber, who you actually teach with, um, that, yeah. that you sometimes will talk about, you know, some things that you're implementing that you learned. So what is it, you know, that was the then let's talk about the now, or, yeah. you know, maybe a year ago or, you know, a year and a half ago, we all know what happened. Um, how did you yeah. carry those strategies and those mindset shifts and those changes into your current teaching situation? Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> I still have to keep in mind what I can achieve and what I have control over and then what's just out of my control. Mm -hmm. Um, and I still try to, I don't know if labels the right word, but how important is this? And even am, am I perceiving something that isn't a reality mm -hmm. because I think that's part of it too. Kind of like the, I need to have my email on me all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, every once in a while I step back and say, who's really going to look at this and why am I doing it this way? Mm -hmm. And am I supposed to do it this way? Mm -hmm. So when we went to um, all virtual, all online, um, 
you know, I really found that I had to help my students get organized. Um, so just like I do for myself, I tried to make my students' tasks logical, meaningful, and something they could accomplish on their own mm-hmm. um, without overwhelming them because it was such an overwhelming time mm-hmm. and realizing that home situations for many probably weren't ideal. Um, internet situations were not ideal. So I had to just keep in mind if I was that student, what's the, what, what can I do that's the most meaningful for myself and for my kids? Mm-hmm. Um, because it, it, it was just impossible. Um, I kept a consistent schedule for my students. Um, and I also made sure things were accessible. So just like so many of us did, we recorded the meetings and made sure that they were there for the kids. Mm-hmm. I also set parameters mm-hmm. with, I will be available from this time to this time. And I, I tried to go a little bit into the mid afternoon. It wasn't, you know, normal school hours just because again, I, I tried to put myself in their shoes, but, mm-hmm. um, and then last year I taught, um, kids in class. And then I also taught kids online mm-hmm. and trying to mesh those was impossible. So again, I had to, what is the most, what are the key things that my students at home need to do? Mm-hmm. So it, it was just that prioritization mm-hmm. and, and everything that we've talked about. Um, because I know I get overwhelmed with my time. I can't imagine being an 11 or 12 year old at home trying to manage this strange world. Mm-hmm. Um, so having that empathy and sympathy, I tried to keep things manageable so that I wouldn't overwhelm them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how has your life changed? And this could be in the realm of, you know, being a burned teacher or just in general, how has your life changed over the last three years? And what is it that you see for yourself in, in the coming, coming months and years? Yeah. Um, well, um, one thing that I'm really happy about is I am usually leaving school right around 3.30, 3.45. And that was my goal with you was because you asked me, what time do you want to be done with school or leave school? Mm-hmm. So I'm still sticking with that as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I, that's, I mean, and that's huge. And I know so many teachers who work, come to school so early either to come early so they can go home or they stay really late. Um, And I know that that is such a struggle still for so many teachers. Um, Another thing that I've allowed myself to do is not grade everything. Mm -hmm. Um, Not everything has to be for a grade. And we talked about that too. That was another big thing that I'm still doing is, is this really worth my time? Mm -hmm. Is it worth the grade? And I know there's that and I still sometimes do this. I gave it to them. I gave, I made it an assignment. I should honor that and, and grade it. Sometimes, nope, we'll mm-hmm. just put that aside. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's really valuable, yes, I will make time. But if it's something like, okay, I've, I've already evaluated this a few times. I think 
I think we can just put this to the side. The kids never ask. Mm-hmm. Not once have they ever said, <laughs> are you going to grade that? Or I didn't yeah. see a grade that. They, they don't ask. Yeah. Um, and so it's just that whole time management, which has taken so much of a burden off of me um, that I, I feel when I'm done for the day, I'm going to say 85% of the time I am done with school for the day. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's been huge for me. And I think going forward, um, my son is uh, going into education. And so there are oh. times when I just, yeah, yeah. Elementary education. <laughs> and so sometimes just like you, I try to place those pearls of wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I think this has to be one of the most challenging times in history to be an educator. Mm-hmm. And I feel there's still a lot of pressure. Um, while I, I feel social media has a great purpose, I also see that there's a darker side where either parents are or news outlets, people are praising these teachers who are going above and beyond and doing all these amazing things. But then what is it doing to those of us who know I, I can't do that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what, pressure... or I choose not to, I choose yeah. not to do that, That you could, right. but you could. know, you know, what could happen. Right. Right. So yeah. I love those stories and God bless the teachers. And, uh, I just know for me, with my family and where I live, mm-hmm. I, I, I choose not to do mm-hmm. a lot of the extras. Um, but also just we're, we're in a time too, where people are quite vocal about their feelings, um, either in person or, um, through social media. And again, it's my time. So I choose how I use it mm-hmm. and I'm choosing not to get mired into those arguments and those negative right. aspects. It's so easy, right? I mean, misery literally does mm-hmm. love company. It's very, very yeah. easy to get sucked into those, into those conversations or even into the scrolling of the negativity, um, which is something that mm-hmm. I have always been at odds with <laughs> online because it's very, it's very popular online to talk about the misery of teaching and how awful it is. And, you know, the gifts and the, and the memes are hilarious, but there's also a little (laughs) bit of sadness wrapped into them because a lot of teachers, you know, that is, that is how they feel. And that is where they stay. So what would you say to somebody who is on the fence, who's maybe curious about what burden teacher is and, you know, what's the purpose of it and what's the outcome? What would you say to somebody who is back and forth on whether or not they think that burden teachers for them? I say, go for it. Um, because I went into it, not knowing, I, I, I didn't know anything of what we were going to be doing. I didn't know what my issues even were. I just knew that I was pretty miserable and I needed to do something. Um, So taking that step and making myself out there and a little vulnerable, even though it was just the two of us, Mm -hmm. um, it's hard Mm -hmm. to admit your perceived shortcomings. And sometimes it's just hard to ask for help. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just, I felt like no matter what I said to you, um, there was no judgment. And that 
there were, there were strategies that you were going to give me or homework assignments that you would give me <laughs> or things that you would just say, you don't need to do that. And, uh, it was, you, it was always a place where I knew I was safe. It was always a place where I knew I could try something. And if it didn't work, we brainstormed something else. Um, but honestly, usually I don't, I don't even remember a time where I was like, I can't believe Amber told me to try this because it didn't work. I, I, I don't remember anything like that. Yeah. Put that Um, on repeat. (laughs) I think one of, one of the greatest gifts you gave me, um, is, um, ah, uh, friendship, first of all, um, but I had just moved into a new school at that time too. So, I mean, everything was just, was, was weird. Connected with her, had you not encouraged me to go out and find my people. Um, and she's, she's your burnout buddy. <laughs> and I know I can, I can call her, I can text her, I can go down the hall and visit her. Um, and even though she teaches eighth grade, I teach sixth grade, she's math and I'm language arts. We have this commonality. And um, so that the gift of friendship and a community was probably the greatest gift that you gave me. Well, right back so, at you. You, you yeah. took a chance. You took a chance on me when you could have said no. And I know we've talked about this. I think we talked about this on episode 14, where I was telling you in this conversation at this conference, you can say no. And then I'm like, by the way, yeah. do you want me to walk you through this process that I've created? And you were like, but you just told me to say no. <laughs> but it yeah. does. When you say no to some things, it opens the door to say yes to other things. It could have right. a huge impact on the rest of your life. Right. Yes, for sure. Janelle, I'm so grateful for you. I am grateful for you. And I'm, um, I'm serious. I, I believe that we were meant to be roomies. That was, that was fate mm-hmm. at work. And we were met, we were yeah. meant to meet up that day at the conference and spill the tea over some, some cafeteria food and, and hang out yeah. and <laughs> shed some tears. Yeah. And then, you know, to work together in this capacity, that was definitely something I never, never dreamed what would happen when we first met. And I'm just, I'm so grateful for it. Yeah. And I'm so excited for yes. you because, you know, Angela then came to burn in teacher as well. And she's now a burn in teacher triber and you two are able to be a light for teachers who are, who are also struggling in that, in that isolation, feeling that, that you, you tug at my heartstrings whenever you talked about you had these changes that happened in your life and they were coming from all aspects. You were new in the building. You were new in that grade level. You, you know, you felt alone. And I know that there are a lot of teachers that they, they feel that way, that they mm-hmm. feel so isolated and so alone in whatever their current hardship is. And they try to talk about it and they're just met with minimizing responses mm-hmm. or more negativity. And that's not what they're trying to do, but that's all they get. So then they feel like, oh my right. gosh, I can't even talk about this because I'm negative. And that just mm-hmm. creates this toxic cycle. 
and mm-hmm. that, and this is what is so different about this community. Like you can come into the burn and teacher tribe and be real. Like you can be like, this is happening. This sucks. I am so angry. Yeah. Or I'm so upset about this. And we're going, we are going to be there for you, but we're not going to minimize. Yeah. We're not going to minimize you. Like, like you said, like, there's no judgment there. We're not going to throw more fuel on the fire. We're going to say, how can we help you? What, what do you need? And if we can't find, if we don't have the answer for you, if we've never experienced something like that before, then we're going to help you to find resources to get you what you need. Yes. Yes. And there were times when I know you said that you're like, I'm going to look into this and then I'm going to get back with you. And inevitably you found something and I latched onto it and, Mm -hmm. and it helped. Mm -hmm. So that's the whole thing is that I don't, it's not a, a one prescription answer. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that you were willing to work with me and help me find solutions when you might not have known an answer right then and there was also huge because it, it humanized you again yeah. for yeah. me. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, and that's why I call this entire experience now the burden teacher mastermind, because it is a group of teachers that don't all teach the same grade level in the same school for the same amount of years and have the same goals. These are all people who their main goal is to support themselves and to support others through their burned out for, to get off of that path to burnout and get onto that path to become burned in, which means that you have a tribe of people who are there to help you and support you and be real with you. You know, you have, you know, you have me who's also teaching, who's also going through challenges as well that I can share my experiences, but maybe my experience is not helpful to what you're being challenged with. But this teacher over here has dealt with almost the exact same thing, but she lives in California and you may not have ever heard her side of the story or her solutions or what worked for her. Had you not had this community um, and these steps to go through, to get you, to get you to a different place. So I'm so glad you brought that up. Thank you so much. (laughs) All right, Janelle, is there anything else that you'd like to share with anybody about, about your journey where you currently are or anything else you have to share? Um, I'm just, I'm just happier. And that was the ultimate goal was to feel happier, um, as a teacher, as a mother, as a wife, as just as a person. And I obviously every day is not super (laughs) awesome every day, but I know where I've been and I know where I am when I'm, I'm happy and satisfied. And that's what helps me get through the rough patches too, mm-hmm. is today sucks. I know what I need to do to get back on track. Maybe I'm not quite ready to do it today, mm-hmm. but I know I can get back there. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So, yeah. Perfect way to yeah. end this interview. Janelle, thank you so much for your time and for your well, energy. <laughs> I've been wanting to have you on. We actually chatted back and forth uh, via text a couple of months ago. And I said, I would love to have you back on the podcast. So this was perfect timing. So thanks again. Oh, thank I'm, you very much. It is All my right. pleasure. All right, everybody. You <laughs> just took your next best step to becoming a burned in teacher. Burn on everybody. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, you can head over to burnedinteacher.com where you can access the entire vault of Burned In Teacher podcast episodes. 
and more information about ways I want to help you go from burned out teacher to burned in human. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would be so grateful if you would head over to iTunes and leave a review and a rating about the Burned In Teacher Podcast. Until next time, take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a Burned In Teacher. Burn on.